0: Hey, Blue Shirt Breakaway fans, welcome to another spooky edition of Blue Shirts Breakaway. We're recording on Halloween, but yet we're posting in November. Greg, say hello!
1: And for Halloween this year, Ryan has decided to be a constipated version of the count.
0: I was actually going for the SNL opener. Musical guest, Greg Kaplan! (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Wow. I'm going to say... Welcome
0: to Blue Shirts Breakaway. We're going to talk all about the Rangers week, uh, where we blew out some playoff teams and lost to the Carolina Hurricanes.
1: Because that makes perfect sense.
0: And then we're going to go over what happened to us over the weekend, which I'm assuming uh, I don't really remember. We're going to talk about the national holidays coming up with the New York Rangers schedule. And we're going to discuss the best candy bars ranked by some random website online.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Indeed. All of that. Indeed.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. All of that will happen. Let's start with the biggest news. Chris Kreider returning to the Rangers against the Blues this Tuesday. What can we expect from Chris Kreider back on the ice, Greg? Ah, uh,
1: you know... I expect him to turn water into wine. Yep. I expect him to magically heal people that have just had seizures. Uh, I basically expect him to be the hockey version of Tim Tebow. So is what I'm getting.
0: At. So you're saying, okay, yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. Uh,
1: no, but I do. He's going to jump. Uh, Av said he's jumping back right onto the pairing with uh, Zibinajad as his center. Zuccarello will also be on that line. I'm expecting that line to look as dynamic as it has so far this season. I every game Mika does something small. He might not get in the stat sheet every it's a, The Rangers the thing that's impressed me most about them so far this season is it seems like every player is doing at least every offensive player is doing the small things that normally do not get picked up on the stat line. And Mika does that. I don't I think Mika may have had an assist on one of the six goals yesterday, but it feels like whenever he touches the puck, he's creating a scoring opportunity. So putting Mika back with Kreider makes perfect sense because you're putting your best scoring opportunity creator with your best scoring forward, which is Chris Kreider. So it's a natural pairing. I like that it's there. I think it's going to benefit Zouk to play on that line. Zouk has been playing a lot better since uh, Mika has been his center. And that's not to say that Zouk was struggling earlier this year. It's just he just looks better with Mika. Everyone that's played with Mika has looked better. And that's that's just lovely. Quick, that's what you game. want to see. That's what you want to see from the center that's getting your most minutes on the ice.
0: Fun in. game. How many goals does Brassard have this year?
1: Broussard, uh I think he only has two points. He has five no points, goals. but he has one goal. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I still don't know what the Senators were doing. I have no idea. And I don't think I ever will. No, That because... trade did not make a whole lot of sense when it happened. It's making less sense by the game.
0: Mika looks phenomenal as a Ranger. I have been constantly impressed by his play. He, Like you said before, he involves everyone. He makes everyone around him look better. He's unlocked Chris Kreider. He's unlocked Super Saiyan Chris Kreider. That was what we've been trying to do for the last three years. We yep. finally got there.
1: But, again, I mean, we're reacting to a very small sample size. We need to see if this continues throughout the entire season. But at the same time, look, I I cannot remember a center in the last five years playing as well as Mika has played to start the season.
0: That's true. And even Rick Nash, I know this is getting off topic, even Rick Nash looks like Rick Nash. Like, not Ranger Rick Nash.
1: I The... So, originally, when it happened that Nash would be paired with VC, I brought up some questions and concerns, because I was worried about what this would mean for VC, what it would mean for Zuccarello going the rest of the year, what it would mean for the third. Like, I liked the third line as it was, when it was, um, when Nash was lined with Miller and Hayes. I really liked the dynamic of that line, and we saw things, but... Jimmy Vesey has seemingly brought youth back to Rick Nash's game, and Nash is just putting himself in the right spots. He He's shooting more than I think he had in the past. I I don't know necessarily if the numbers will reflect that because Nash, the thing that was plaguing Nash the last couple of years that frustrated Ranger fans the most is it felt like he was trying to create for the players around him too much versus trying to attack – offensively himself and it seems that vc being on the line with nash has rejuvenated his attacking game and perfect example even though it wasn't vc that set up the goal but rick nash sniping on the breakaway set up somehow by a good defensive play from nick holden excuse me Um, what's that i mean you, you saw jekyll and Hyde in that game where on the two-on-one, it looked like Nash was too eager to try and get the puck back to, I think it was BC on the rush. Um, it, it felt like Nash passed too quickly there. And then on the breakaway, Nash wasted no time, found the hole, sniped goal. And that's, that was Columbus Blue Jackets' Nash that made him a star in this league. And if he's going to play, I don't know if he's going to ever fully reach 100% of that level, but he is at least at 90% of that level right now playing with Jimmy Vc, and it is fantastic to see.
0: And it feels like the entire team is at that level, by the way. Everyone's playing above their expectations and above what their, their average mean is. Uh, then that's what we have to worry about next, is will this team regress back to what they were supposed to be? And so far, so good. Uh, that didn't happen last night, uh, two nights ago, versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I don't really expect it to happen versus the Blues. I think we play up to them. And uh, with the, obviously, they're a very good team and they beat us just by one goal last time, and I expect a very similar game and possibly a different outcome.
1: Yeah, it would help if the Rangers don't give up a goal to Vladimir uh, Tarasenko in the first two minutes of that game. Uh, if they can prevent them from doing that, I think you can see a much more positive result. Right now, look, there are no complaints offensively. There there are none. I have nothing bad to say about a single player offensively. Um, they, They play great. The fact that Michael Grabner and Jimmy V C lead this team in goals is nuts. The fact that uh, Ryan McDonough is on, I think, a seven. seven or eight game assist streak. Seven game point is, streak. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, but, man, McDonough might be having his best year as a Ranger right now. He looks dynamic on the power play. He is playing great five on five defense. He's doing literally everything you could hope Ryan McDonough to do. If they can somehow. I'll just find another defenseman to play on this team, my expectations would go way up. I think right now the Rangers are a playoff team. I think they might have uh, a chance to make a deep playoff run, but I still think they have defensive limitations. And if they can address those defensive limitations, we are talking about a something we would not have even thought possible in June, not that long ago.
0: No, like we've said on this podcast before that we were very skeptical about this season. There was nothing good coming into this season before all the trades happened. At the end of last season, we lost to the Penguins in a very demoralizing way. Uh, I felt like this team, the run was over. I, I made the point over and over again. This team played too many minutes. We're old. We can't be rejuvenated. Then Gordon goes out and makes all these signings. We lose Dan Boyle. We We get a little younger. All of a sudden, this team looks entirely different. This team looks nothing like the team I watched last year who was struggling in one-goal games and giving up uh, and getting come back on like three or four times a week. And by the way, we didn't win back-to-back games last year for the entire month of November and December, I believe. I I think I remember talking about that. And this year, we're already going streaking.
1: Yeah, I mean, the 6-3 and start, this is, I think, best-case scenario. Uh, If you told me before the season started that in the first nine games, the Rangers would win six, uh, gladly would have taken it.
0: The the, no, well, the craziest part, not, and I'm, I'm going to pull you and interrupt you, is that we could have won every single game. There's no uh, game where we got blown out.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily know that for sure. I think... Uh, well, let's talk
0: about the games we lost real quick. Just let's go through yeah, the We should
1: have... The Blues... The, look, the Blues game we probably should have won, but at the same time... I don't while I don't blame the Rangers for losing to the Red Wings, I think you have to give full marks to Jimmy Howard in that game.
0: Fine. Uh, but I, I think say, Jim, Jimmy Howard played
1: spectacularly.
0: Those were competitive games. There hasn't been a game the Rangers have played so far where I was like, "Wow, we just got our asses kicked."
1: Um, I was disappointed in the Hurricanes game, I'll be honest.
0: Well, that was my next point. Uh if if Jeff Skinner who was day to day at the beginning of of the actual game, uh, decided to end up playing. He almost got a hat trick, got two goals and an assist. And him and Zuccarell went on a duel. That was disappointing. Obviously, we played Hank that night to get the sure win, so we could play Ranta against the Lightning and maybe get a win. But we blew them out, and then we ended up losing to Carolina.
1: Yeah, I, the the Carolina game was definitely disappointing. Yet at the same time, you know, it was a three game week, and the Rangers. Beat, well technically it was a was it a four game week? no, it was no, Bruins, it was hurricanes, yep, and it was three game week um this the lightning this upcoming, if you told me you told me before that game started if the Rangers were going to win two of the three, I think we both gladly would have taken it, oh yeah, I just think we both would have expected the hurricanes to be one of the two wins,
0: oh it was like almost a guarantee in my mind. I was watching the Cubs game because I was so sure uh I had was flipping back and forth at a bar I was at in uh, New York City and uh, I was going I was like you know what the Rangers when Matt scored right originally I was like oh man this game's gonna be a blowout we're gonna win 5-2 or 5-1 it's gonna be amazing I don't even have to really pay attention and all of a sudden I checked my phone it was 2-1 Carolina I was like what the hell how is this even possible and by the way that stadium was packed I did, <laughs> the Carolina yeah, stadium
1: that might have been the most surprising part of it all shocking. the fact that the Hurricanes put butts in the seat um, but you know it I is don't what it me. is. I just think the I don't know where we are right now. I've lost track you of lost my it. own I you lost it?
0: I lost the mojo. I lost okay, the mojo. Great. So let's talk about the lightning. How much do you love when Ben Bishop gets a soft pass that he the entire crowd just cheered last night?
1: Um It was interesting. I'll give you that. So you
0: don't like you don't like do you like that as a Ranger fan? Do you think it's fun to taunt Ben Bishop that way, like cheering him for stopping something really soft? Uh,
1: in the moment, it's fun. I feel like Ranger fans forget that Ben Bishop kept us out of a Stanley Cup final.
0: Yeah. So that's why it was fun for me. (laughs) And that's one of my saddest moments as a Ranger fan.
1: Yeah. Uh, Like, I I, look, I'm right there with you. I think you need to try and get in the head of Ben Bishop. But I want to call it fun because I still realize it was the ninth game of the year in October. Uh, if Ben Bishop shuts me up in April and May again, it's not going to be as fun.
0: Okay. Well, I had a great time. I don't know about you. <laughs> I take small victories, Greg. I know you're all for the big things, but I try and get small victories throughout. Uh, I will say that that Lightning team doesn't seem to have it together right now. Part of me feels something, like those, something's
1: wrong, right? Something's like, wrong. something is clearly missing from that team. When
0: Stamkos fanned on a puck that was just given to him that he hits like 99% of the time, I was like, wow, this something's off with this mojo. They lost their last three games now with, with us beating them on Sunday night. Uh, something's off with them. I, that's another team that's going to come back and, and find their mojo. Just like the Blackhawks as the year goes on. They're not, they're not worried yet. They can't be.
1: Tyler Johnson was invisible, which is different. Um, I honestly don't recall Steven Stamkos being in a threatening position.
0: He, there was one where he fanned on the puck and then he scored a goal. So I mean later, but that was like a. But car- by that point, it was, goal. It was yeah.
1: five nothing. Yeah. Like I, there's nothing I was worrying about in that game at five nothing. Um, Yet yeah, something, something is off one hundred percent about this football team. The football team, yeah, Tampa Bay so Lightning. That,
0: so uh, I got
1: Monday night football. I got Monday night football on in the background. Um, Craig, something... Are you
0: okay, man? Oh, just doing our doing yeah. our weekly, telling what time we're recording.
1: Yep. No, um, that's really what it comes down to. Greg, Everyone something... has lost
0: the ability to speak English, and I'm still here okay. for you.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, something's just off about the Lightning. I don't know what to say. Like, something is off enough about the Lightning where if the season ended today. Like, if this is the version of the Lightning we're going to see for the rest of the year, not only do I think they're missing the playoffs, I, I think they're a bottom four Eastern Conference team. Yikes. That's how bad they've looked. Think- I don't, now, I will say, again, do not expect that to happen at all. I expect this team to swerve and get back to playing the style of hockey I anticipate they're capable of doing. I'm just reacting off what I'm seeing right now. The Tampa Bay Lightning are playing like one of the four worst teams in the Eastern Conference.
0: Let's go back really quick and talk about two things. First, let's talk about Nick Holden's good game.
1: We have to because we shit on Holden so much, and usually it's justifiably so. Uh, Nick Holden had a great game last night. right? An absolutely terrific game.
0: He ended up producing, got an assist, had some good hits, no takeaways. I mean, no giveaways.
1: He should have scored a goal. He created a scoring opportunity from the red line on his own. I, I, it it was it was so surprising to see that I had to do a triple take. I was like, wait a wait a second, is that Nick fucking Holden? Is that the same twenty two? Did Dan Boyle come back for one game and play his best game as a Ranger?
0: I actually don't mind him being on a, on a line with Mark Stahl. Is that weird? Uh, you
1: it, you should because it was one game, and I think you're forgetting the. Two games earlier – I mean, again, smallest – I have smallest, recency bias, so – Smallest – it is recency bias because he was atrocious with Stahl earlier in the year. So we should, it was,
0: we should point out that he, he's never really – he was playing on the wrong side. That he's usually – I think he's usually a uh, lefty and he's playing righty, I believe.
1: Right, but there is no scenario in which the Rangers are going to switch him back. No, not The, anymore. the only way – the only way you were going to switch holding back is if you took Girardi out of the lineup and put in McElrath. Right. But even then, you're still short.
0: Yep, um, that's not happening.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's a it's a it's a good talking point. He's oh, playing.
0: Wait. Should we talk about McElrath?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we. Sh- um, I guess so. I mean, he got waived, which right. is not surprising. He didn't get claimed, which is a little surprising.
0: That's surprising to me. So let me let me get this straight. Someone didn't want him for free, pretty much. We're paying his salary still if they claim him.
1: No, they they take on the responsibility of the salary, I believe.
0: Okay.
1: He is no longer a cap hit against the Rangers. I think it's one of those things where a team will have a need for Dylan McElrath at some point in the season. They just might not have it now, and they know the price is low.
0: The price is really low. Well, if he clears waivers, like how much lower can you get in value? And It sucks to see Rath like that because I really like Rath as a player, but he's just too slow.
1: I I think he'd be a useful defender in the right system. It's just I know that A.V.'s system is not the right system. Uh, For as much shit as I love to give A.V. about his ability to evaluate defenders, um, one thing is for certain, which is his upstyle defensive tempo does not fit Dylan Mapparat. It also doesn't fit Dan Girardi, and it hasn't fit Nick Holden all year, and it fits Adam Clendening perfectly, and the fact that both those guys will continue to play over Clendening will continue to blow my mind.
0: Well, A.B. came out today, well, yesterday, and said at the Halloween practice that Clendening would see some time because they have some back-to-backs coming up, so he's got to be ready to play, and he's going to be fit back into this team.
1: Sure. So he's getting the spot start version of someone saying, well, my sixth starter, he's great out of the bullpen. I'm going to give him a spot start because we have seven games in six days and I need to starter."
0: That's correct. I, it,
1: it, Av did the baseball equivalent of I need to give Noah Syndergaard an extra day, so I guess I'll start Logan Verrett. Yeah. It wasn't exactly a vote of confidence. It was I have to do this and Clint Denning's our seventh guy, so he's going to be the guy in the lineup.
0: 17 minutes into the podcast, got to Mets.
1: Yeah, I did it. Um, that might be a new record. But um record. Yeah, no, I mean look, Nick Holden had a great game. And if Nick Holden has the kind of game he had against the Lightning for the rest of the year, we're going to be fine with Nick Holden in the lineup. I, I have no problem saying that. The problem is I'm remembering the eight other games in which Nick Holden has played where he's looked like dog shit. And
0: <laughs> like Potty I just, mouth, Greg, what a potty mouth
1: deal with it guys. We're 48 episodes into this We're 48 podcast. 48
0: years old together.
1: That's uh what? Uh,
0: you're only 20? No, Matthew. Yeah.
1: Out. How old are you? We met in college. How old am I? Um
0: at heart yeah. or in real life?
1: Oh god, I'm like
0: Yeah, you're I've up been, there. I've buddy.
1: done too many things to my body. <laughs> um no, but the point is, Nick Holden, you had a great game. You deserve credit for that great game. I am impressed with your performance and I really do hope you keep it up.
0: And now, but, Nick Holton, we challenge you to come on this podcast and defend yourself and be <laughs> one of our guests. Thanks, Nick. We'll see you next week.
1: I I, I still want Adam Clendenning on this podcast. I think he'd be fantastic.
0: I mean because we, we're big supporters.
1: Well, I, I am a big enough supporter for the both of us where I don't even know if you – I still don't know if you think Adam Clendenning is his Adam Denning. Like this, those are his three names.
0: This is a myth. Not this is made of <laughs> – I know I've said a lot of stupid shit on this podcast. (laughs) I've messed up Switzerland and Sweden before. I get it. But Clendenning, his first name is Adam. I totally get it. (laughs) Uh, I've I've been on board since day one. That one I did uh, not mess up.
1: But yeah, I I still think Adam Clendenning is one of the six best Ranger defenders day in and day out. And he should be in the lineup day in and day out. The fact that he's not is concerning. (laughs) And at the same time, Nick Holden played great last night. So let's see what Nick Holden does ago, on Tuesday. Look, people. some people listen Monday night, you know.
0: No, it's Tuesday for them. It's the people that download in Europe. Shout out to our Europe listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, fine. Let's see how Holden plays tonight. And if Holden goes back to the eight-game version of Nick Holden we saw to begin this season, guess who's going to be right back on the horn saying – it's utterly ridiculous Adam Clendetting is not in the line.
0: I can only it's, imagine it's got, who that would be. He's
1: got two thumbs, and he's a Met fan.
0: Let's talk here. about one last thing before we move on to the upcoming schedule and our new favorite segment national holiday of the Ranger game. Uh, against the Bruins last week when they had a backup backup goalie. when uh, We were down 2 nothing. How are you feeling? Not great, Bob. Yeah.
1: Um, and you want to know why I wasn't feeling not great? Because <laughs> Nick Holden made some fucking errors. <laughs>
0: Well, Nick Holden, sense.
1: 10 seconds into the game, fucked up so much that he let up a goal. Like, this is what I'm talking about, all right? That's Nick right. Holden played a great game against the Lightning, but let's not forget his first 10 seconds against the Bruins where he literally shit in his hand and didn't play defense, and the Rangers gave up a goal.
0: Right, so that's. I'm glad that we got that point across. That's why I went there.
1: So. Okay, That that that's really and, – and look, let's also remember that the Rangers scored 11 goals against two – teams that may be fighting for playoff spots this year. That in and of itself is impressive. I know it was the third string goalie for the Bruins, but there's still the Bruins. And with the Rangers track record with backup goalies has been about as good as Nick Holden in the first eight games of the season. So the fact that the Rangers came back from 2-0 down, scored five unanswered, and won that game on Wednesday night, very encouraging. Uh,
0: (laughs) At this point in time, uh, I'd like to go over the Rangers schedule coming up. So at sure. our first game, we have November 1st versus the Blues, and we kind of did a little pre preview earlier, a.k.a. don't let uh, Tarashenko score against us. Uh, so this is our National Brush Day. Thanks, everyone.
1: <laughs> National Brush Day?
0: National Brush Day. This is It's got a cu- couple good ones. You ready for this?
1: But, like, are we talking, what like, a specific kind of brush? Nope,
0: just National Brush Day. But wait, they get way better for November 1st. It's right. National Deep-Fried Clams Day. Got to eat those on November 1st. What? Can't not have deep-fried clams on November 1st watching the Blues Rangers game? further not. proving that you can literally
1: deep-fry anything.
0: Can't do it. Uh, uh, and it's also National Go Cook for Your Pets Day. So, what? Yep, go cook for like, your pets.
1: <laughs> so what's artists getting tomorrow?
0: My dog's name is Artist in case is wondering. Uh, tomorrow, probably uh, absolutely nothing because he's an asshole. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, but I will say great, it's great also – pet owner right here. Yeah, great pet owner, but I love that dog. Anyway, uh, it's also World Vegan Day. Congratulations to all our vegan listeners. Just want to give you a big round of applause. Blues Rangers, World Vegan Day.
1: I want us to talk to our vegan listeners for a quick second. Don't meat is great. Don't do this. <laughs> meat meat is the best. Don't you know what this. goes great with meat? More meat. It's,
0: okay. You should
1: eat meat. You're a human being. We're not vegetarians. We're not herbivores. We're not like the Brontosaurus, all right? We're freaking Velociraptors.
0: Okay, that's why we got Sink these your canines. Teeth into something that's why we got the canines, Greg.
1: That's right. That's okay. right.
0: Let's talk about the Oilers at home, MSG, National Cliché Day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I hope the Rangers give it 110%. Um they got to give they got to leave everything out on the ice. Uh they they can they can't hold anything back.
0: They got to um, score more goals than the Oilers, Greg.
1: They they really they just have to play two-way hockey. It's what they have to do. If
0: they're not defending and they don't give up pucks and they don't give up any goals, they're probably going to win the game.
1: I would I would say so I think I think you know they just they have to be the best team that day. The best team will win that game.
0: This, this I got to do uh this next one is give someone a dollar a day. Uh, Greg, gonna give me a dollar on November third.
1: My uh, my email for PayPal is gregkaplan thirty <laughs> three at gmail dot com. Um, give someone a what dollar. What is my day? Venmo? I'm gonna I'm gonna look at my You're Venmo look up your information. Venmo?
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for this. Totally,
1: totally doing it. So these next
0: three seem like they go together for Oilers Rangers. No, hold on. Thursday. I
1: I really need a. What is my? What is oh, well, my I'm gonna me?
0: talk while you. Oh,
1: what? I am. I am at greg dash kaplan dash three. I am the third of the great line of Kaplan Gregs out there. So, so uh, those are the two ways to give me
0: money. That's your give someone a dollar day. Thanks. Appreciate that. I don't actually know what I am. I think I'm Ryan dash me dash two. That sounds dumb. Anyway, um, here we go. These next three for uh, Rangers Oilers on Thursday night at MSG. National Housewife Day, National Men Make Dinner Day, and National Sandwich Day. So, all the wives are getting sandwiches on Thursday. Is everyone ready? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was uh, – yeah, I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to say something that could possibly get me in trouble. Yep, we're gonna, um, all I'm front- saying is in my house, every night is National Man Makes Dinner Day.
0: There you go. Saturday, first of a back-to-back, we're at the Bruins.
1: And I should add – let me just add because we have some social justice warriors out there that probably listen – it's that way because I'm single and women hate me. It's not that way because my girlfriend or significant other makes shit food. It's that way because if man doesn't make food, man doesn't eat. It's, so that's, that's why every day is national, man makes dinner day.
0: That's, cause that's the same thing at my house, just me and my husband. Anyway, uh, my husband, Luis. Anyway, that's a deep cut. So let's talk about November 5th, Saturday versus the Bruins. What, oh, here it is. National Bank Transfer Day. Gotta love Bank Transfer Day.
1: I will. I will probably make a payment on my credit card that day just in celebration.
0: Okay, National Donut Appreciation Day. Donuts get Ooh. a lot of love. We've talked about Connor.
1: This. Connor Clark. He's. We're gonna have to bring Connor Clark on next week for uh, National Donut Appreciation, Donut Appreciation day. day. He's
0: a. Uh, he's at Instagram at New York Food Dude, I believe.
1: Yeah, and if you want to know the best places to find donuts. dope donuts in New York that are just hashtag lit, Connor's your guy.
0: <laughs> That's both of them. And here's our holiday this this November fifth. National Love Your Red Hair Day. Mm. Hey, that's me. Yay, we did it, fam. We're both ginger. We gingers. did
1: it. Ginger power.
0: Ginger power. I'm not actually a ginger. I don't think. Am I? I used.
1: I used to be one. You My hair is not me. as red as it is now. My beard's still fairly red.
0: Yes, I also have red beard. Red hair, not as much. Now, enough about gingers. Last game of the week. We are back in MSG before we go. we have before.
1: four games this week.
0: Yeah, we do. Uh, and hey. uh, next week's the West Coast road trip after this one. Oh, I good. Know, uh, which will be fun. We're back at MSG versus the Jets Sunday night. And mm. Sunday night is... Is Fitzpatrick Nash- playing? Yes, it's Fitzpatrick's playing, and they're... uh, the, Who knows, actually? Gino's out for the year, so... Okay. I'm going to be celebrating that game with National Nachos Day. Ooh. Ooh, I know. Now, is a nacho a sandwich? No. Nacho, not a sandwich. <laughs> Good. I.
1: You know what? We finally agree on one. Uh,
0: and there's two more for this one I really like. International Day for Preventing the Exploration of the Environment and War and Armed Conflict Day. Excuse me? Exactly. (laughs) Okay. And uh, National Marooned Without a Compass Day.
1: Marooned Without a Compass Day? Yep. So if you're stranded (laughs) – if you go to the store and you're stranded on a desert island and you come back with a hot dog, do you think it's a sandwich? No. Um, National – Marooned on an island without a compass. Day.
0: No, not no, not an island. Marooned without a compass. That's it. You added the island. So you could be marooned anywhere. Hey, I could be
1: on the side of a highway. I can as be long as I'm in my bed.
0: Marooned. I believe. Is that how that works? No.
1: I don't think so. Can you get marooned in your bed? Uh, this feels no like a loaded. This feels like a loaded question.
0: It does. Um, I'm gonna do our, our our annual. Let's predict the points this week. Greg, six. I got
1: six in four games. So that would be three wins of the four. I think. Uh, I
0: think tomorrow's game we end up and by today. Tomorrow, I mean today's game. I guess the Blues we end up losing, and then we go streaking versus the Oilers, Bruins, and Jets.
1: Uh, I'm expecting I anything less than four, I'll be disappointed. Four, I'd be. I wouldn't be disappointed. I'd I'd, I'd be neutral. I think four is my expectation.
0: Four is where you should be. I think the the tough games. We've already proven we could beat the Bruins. I'm not sure whether, what their their goaltender situation is like at this point in time, but I'm assuming it's still grim. Uh, the Jets are a team you should beat, and the Oilers and Blues are going to be two challenges that are going to be tough for this team. But I think yeah, the, Oilers, are-
1: the Oilers are very good this year. Cam, yes. Cam Talbot, who would have dunked? it?
0: That's going to be weird watching Cam at MSG.
1: Uh, no, no, I don't. Maybe, I don't maybe it's not. I maybe I, I made it
0: up. That was, uh, that was a little yeah. bit of journalism there.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. It'd be, it's so weird that a guy who's a number one caliber starting goalie left the Rangers because we have Henrik Lundqvist. That, that is, is weird. totally weird, right? That
0: is weird. Yeah, that was okay. Um, no. So that's. I think that's I, done I, for that segment. Anything else you want to yeah, touch on the Rangers we before we move on to a little bit of nonsense?
1: Uh, I just, I just want to say that I really like. Um, I've warmed up to the Rangers' offensive lines, all four of them. Uh, cool. I like Kreider. Mika Zuccarello. I'm in love with Nash. Step on VC. I think the Miller Hayes Grabner line. That puck movement they had on the third goal, oh, literally, is baby making puck music. Puck movement. How do we it not was... talk about that?
0: When when Hayes does the the spinnerino to Grabner. The spinnerino
1: spinnerama. Spinor-
0: I call it spinnerino from New York.
1: Okay, uh, I think you're the only person in the world that calls it that. I like to be unique. Um, no, that puck movement. Oh my god. Oh. It was just like watching it. You you're not even I'm the kind of fan where I'm watching that and I'm not even yelling out of excitement. It's just literally moaning. Yeah.
0: It I, was just – was section just, of the podcast where just go, "Oh, wow."
1: Yeah, it was just like, "Oh, yeah, that's great. That's fantastic." Like on on Twitter, I normally react like super excited about goals, but that one was literally just like, "Fuck me. That was beautiful." That was beautiful. I need to pull out porn out for my boy. Um yeah, grabbing there, leading this team with six goals is something else. Uh, and then the fourth line really might be the best fourth line in ho- hockey with uh, Bucinevich, Peary, and um, Faust. That's just unbelievable fourth line. Faust like, played I
0: mean, a second line in a playoff game for us for a few playoff games two years ago or a year ago. Yeah,
1: and Faust is staying in the lineup over Lindbergh because he's a good penalty killer, which is smart. And Peary's staying in the lineup because he's, amazing. he's on fire. <laughs> you um, can't stop him. Really, really love what the offensive lines are looking like. And you know what? As much crap as I give Holden, Mark Stahl has looked better than I thought he would this year.
0: I um, think we both kind of predicted that. I, th- I th- We saw that he would come back to the mean. We thought he was very injured last year at some point. Uh, but Girardi was the one we were worried about the most.
1: Still, still a little tepid on Girardi. Not fully sure he's all right. He hasn't been... Nick Holden has helped Dan Girardi in essence because we're talking more about Nick Holden than Dan Girardi, but I wonder how I'd evaluate Dan Girardi if Nick Holden wasn't blurring my vision.
0: That's interesting. Maybe we'll try to Ah. unblur, get you some contacts, and we'll explore Dan Girardi's play next week. I appreciate it. I wear
1: glasses though, so it's okay.
0: I know. That's why I was trying to enhance your vision. Give you a little bit of LASIK, Dan Girardi Girardi style.
1: Okay. Um, Anyway. Stephan Diggs catch, by the way. Oh, great. uh, Thanks. We're
0: playing each other in fantasy. Really relevant for everyone listening. Um, Yeah.
1: Ryan, Ryan, because everyone cares about our fantasy teams. Ryan's beating me by 21 points in a PPR league. He is done. Perfect. I have Stephan Diggs and Cameron Meredith going tonight.
0: I'm going to talk a little bit about this website called Deadspin. They ranked (laughs) the 25 best uh, Hershey – well, not Hershey – candy bars for Halloween. I'm gonna go through the first 25, but we're gonna stop on some, okay?
1: Uh, let's cut it down. I let's not do 25. Just, just do top. There's need... Just do top. Just top 10. Just no, do top. There's five.
0: Some we need to talk to in the in the later. Uh, ones.
1: You, you need it. You need to just do top 10, bro.
0: All right. Well, 25 right. is a lot.
1: You have a bar to get to to drink. Fine. And I would.
0: Like... I'm telling you right now. I need to do this. So I will start at number 23. Oh Christ! I'm I, I'm happy
1: that we we found the median between 25 and 10 we'll by skip. you shaving two we'll skip, off of it. But
0: 23. I'm enjoying being at 23.
1: It's uh, yeah. a crime. Yeah, it is a crime. It shouldn't even be in the top it's 25.
0: By the way, notables that I'm enjoying above Hershey's cookies and cream, Three Musketeer, <laughs> Mr. Goodbar. <laughs> I'm enjoying above all those. It's also above being hit by a car.
1: Now, when you say above, what you mean is uh, it is ranked it's,
0: poorly. It, no, it's ranked above those because this, this list actually what? goes to 34. So,
1: Yeah, but I thought two of them were like getting hit by a car, literally dying.
0: Once, no, no, uh, that's only 33. Maybe there's a, there's a candy bar calling being hit by a car. So I'm going to check that out.
1: Well, I, I honestly didn't know there was a candy bar, candy bar called. Whatchamacallit. We're
0: going to get into that now, but I'm just going to say it's a, it's a crime. But Amajoy is 23.
1: It is a crime that's in the top 25.
0: What's your top 10. I disagree with most of these things.
1: Uh, well, I disagree with all your takes on candy. So go on.
0: Number 10 is Heath Bars.
1: Heath bars? I've never had one. I have no interest in having Heath
0: one. Bars? Deadspin? What are you doing?
1: Not, not, not a Heath Bar guy. I'm anti-Heath. Right. Only Heath I like is Heath Ledger, RIP.
0: Rest in peace. Car- Number nine is Caramello.
1: Never heard of it. Thought it was a forward for the Knicks.
0: Okay. <laughs> disagree there, too. Eight Kit Kat. I can get behind that. I can probably I, be see, I, that. See, I, 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 told you.
1: I think Kit Kat should be higher. Kit think Kit, Kat, Kit Kat's top five candy.
0: Number seven, Fast Break. What's up? With well, that I was... I,
1: we should also we should also say these are candy bars candy specifically. Bars. Yeah. So like Starburst, Skittles, Twizzlers. Those no, were not, not really. on
0: this list because they're not really candy.
1: Right. Well, th- they're <laughs> candy, but they're not. Right. They don't come in bar form.
0: Exactly. So this is bars. Uh. Fast Break, I don't know. Not really a fan. Here we go. Not, number not six. Number six, take five. Repping reppin the take five forever. Love the pretzel.
1: Yeah, I could get behind take five. I don't know if it's top six, though. It's
0: definitely top six because number five is And I've
1: never heard of that. I, know, I honestly I thought they were joking. Tried. Thought they were joking.
0: No. number, And this is where the heavy hitters come in. And this is where we can really I, argue, these top four. This is where you sure. can argue these top four. Yeah. Number four is Twix. Number three yeah. is Butterfinger. Number two Hi. is Snickers. And number one is Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Those are really tough to rank.
1: Uh, mm, I disagree. Uh, really? I hate Butterfingers.
0: You hate Butterfingers? Hate them,
1: hate them, hate them,
0: oh my goodness. hate them. Why?
1: Uh, I just, I, it, it's, it's a mixture of the taste and the texture just doesn't do it for me. Like when you're chewing a Butterfinger, it, it doesn't do it for me.
0: Like when it gets it's between like, your teeth and stuff? Like all that, that filling?
1: No, it's just, like, that kind of candy should not be that difficult to eat. Like, I really dislike the process of eating a Butterfinger. And then the flavor really doesn't do it for me. Like, if I wanted a peanut butter filled candy, it's a Reese's and there is no second option. Like, I don't need a Butterfinger.
0: Okay. What about Snickers, though? Because I think Snickers is, like, an all-time bar.
1: See, I got got to tell you, I am anti-Snicker. Wow. not a Snicker guy? How
0: are you anti Snicker? Do you have fun guy. in life? I don't understand.
1: What what does a snicker bar give you that a Twix doesn't do better?
0: Oh, first of all, it's got peanuts in it. First right off the bat, got the peanuts.
1: Nah. See, again, again, if I'm going peanut man or a peanut flavored You're
0: candy, Mr. Goodbar right
1: Reese's right well, no, <laughs> Reese's Reese's has mastered the peanut butter flavored chocolate candy. If you are really craving a peanut butter flavored chocolate candy, why are you reaching for anything that isn't a Reese's peanut butter cup?
0: I see. What I are am, you doing? This is. I, I I feel like
1: they have the market perfected, so I don't need a second peanut related candy bar. I'm good. I'd much rather have a Twix. Twix is my jam. Twix, honestly, in some order, it, it Kit Kat or Twix is one two.
0: I think Twix is a whack. Honestly. I, th- I
1: think, see, I think Twix is an all-timer.
0: Why, though? Like, it's, uh, maybe I'm just down with It's
1: Twix. It's perfect. It's the wafer, it's the caramel, and it's the chocolate. The wafer it's is good. Literally, yeah. It's literally the perfect one. trio. It is the perfect trio.
0: I'm going to name some other ones on this list that I want to talk about. We there is, talk to there's them.
1: no trio more perfect than a Twix bar except, like, the Beatles, sans Ringo.
0: You ever hear of a score? S-K-O-R? A score? I've heard of it. I've never had it. I've never even heard of that until I Googled it right now.
1: Well, I've never heard of Whatcha call It, and that's a top five according to Deadspin.
0: I don't agree with this list at all.
1: I think Whatcha is It is a great saying. <laughs> I had no idea it was a candy bar, though.
0: Notables that are really far down. 21, Nestle Crunch. Are you okay, Deadspin?
1: Uh, yeah. See, Crunch is right? number three. Crunch, Crunch <laughs> is, oh my God, a bunch of Crunch is my go to candy snack.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this in the past.
1: Yeah. Um, Crunch bar. Very high up on my list, I would say I put a Crunch Bar before Reese's. Honestly,
0: they have Dove Chocolate at thirty-one. Does that even count? Dove Chocolate has like tons of different bars.
1: (laughs) See, now I thought they were being funny again, and it was Dove Soap. Yeah,
0: I originally thought that too. I I
1: thought I thought it was Dove Soap. I really classic
0: Hershey Bar at thirty-two. This list is bogus. I hate it. I hate it. Look,
1: I I get that a classic Hershey Bar is boring, but sometimes, look, man, sometimes missionary position is the go-to.
0: Rob, <laughs> Rob Harvilla, I'm gonna tweet the shit out of you with my new Twitter account, Orion Mead, And I'm gonna try and get you on the show to defend this because this list is garbage, son.
1: I, I gotta tell you, uh, the odds of a dead spin writer appearing on Blue Shirts Breakaway, Zero. it's lower than Adam Clendenning appearing on the show. Lower.
0: Well, Clendenning, eh, maybe one day.
1: <laughs> right. I, look, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep tr- trumpeting it out there. I want Clendenning on the show. I love Clendenning and no no lies. I am getting a new Ranger jersey this year. I am trying to decide between Brandon Perry and Adam Clendetti.
0: Oh, that's risky. They both Look, agree.
1: they have to join my – I only own two Ranger jerseys. One is Jed Ortmeier and the other is Kevin Weeks.
0: Right. Okay. So <laughs> right. They, I
1: feel like they fit that bill.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about Halloween costumes. Greg, we were talking about – I think you said you mentioned Walk of Shame Halloween costumes you want to talk uh, about? Well, no, I just –
1: the oh. day after Halloween. It was a – it's one of my favorite well, – look, How I Met Your Mother used to be a great show before be. it kind of – it went on for maybe two seasons too long. Three. Um, But the the explanation of the day after Halloween walk of shame in New York City is so accurately des- descriptive.
0: You mean the weekend of Halloween, like when everyone's going to the clubs, partying?
1: Well, when we were, when we were in college, whatever night Halloween was was the night we were going out for oh, Halloween. that's, that's true. When and when the, we the college, morning so after we walk of shames were – just fantastic. And I will gladly oh, – I don't want to – it's a humble brag, but I was definitely a part of – oh, my God, Jordan Howard. Greg,
0: can you please finish the sentence? <laughs> uh, uh, no, what you can't. Was I anyway. Yeah, yeah. no, I, participate, let's, let's I participated on. in Halloween Move on. Shape, I want to talk to you real quick. You, s- you forgot your phone all day Saturday on a trip. Yep, uh, yep. Uh,
1: I woke up early Saturday morning. Uh, I went down – Georgia, Florida every year is played in Jacksonville, Florida, which is about two hours south of Savannah. Uh, A buddy of mine were lucky enough to get press credentials for the game to cover it for work, so we were allowed on the sideline next to the benches for the entire game, and I left my phone in Savannah. Total accident, meant to bring it with me, Um, but I gotta tell you, as much as I love talking with my friends and keeping up on what's going on in the world, It was liberating not having a cell phone for a full day. It was great. I was able to now the Georgia Florida game in the second half was dog shit. It was terrible. I think one touchdown total was scored. It was not entertaining. But but you
0: had no not a care in the world because you were phoneless hanging out.
1: Not a care in the world. I was able to enjoy the game I was at. I did not feel the need to check scores of other games. And maybe more importantly, I didn't feel the need to place bets on random and games that I was not watching. About Greg, that uh, no, but seriously, it 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 felt great not having this thing in my pocket that I constantly felt like I needed to check. And hey, we'll I'm not trying. I'm not trying to make some commentary on our life and stuff and our dependency I'm on sure cell phones. It goes deep. Yeah, that's that's not what I what I'm really trying to do. Um, it it was just a nice experience one i like when i realized i left my phone i panicked i thought like jesus christ how am i going to survive this day and then the entire day happened i was like you know what this is nice this was nice
0: i enjoy this I just had a good time so i will talk about uh one more thing i would say that i've seen you without your phone uh because you dropped into the water and you were also very blissful that day <laughs> we read the lake again yeah, yeah that was
1: a good day yeah, well, yeah. at the same time and- that was just a perfect day. Oh, yeah. We're on a lake One of the
0: best days of my at time. our
1: dear friend uh, Norm's house.
0: Norm Cooper, our driver. With,
1: with 20 of our closest friends. So it's right. not really like I needed a cell phone that day. Um, now I will say I was talking with a special lady that day. Whoa. So I kind of wanted a phone.
0: Oh yeah, uh, well recipes. Did not,
1: did not <laughs> have that concern this weekend. Uh, once again, single, alone in the press, no big deal. Yeah. Um,
0: Let's talk but about look, there's
1: just there's just something nice exactly. about not having to not having to worry about a phone. Like right. it it's really like it allows you to do other things because you know that's not an option.
0: And if that's not an option,
1: you have to find other things to do.
0: Alright. My last thing I want to mention is I went out on Friday dressed as Santa. Santa, very un like underrated Halloween costume. I got a lot now, of compliments. Now do tell me, what is Santa? Santa is a mythical figure. I saw Jesus that night also. We hugged because we were both unreal. Um, mm-hmm, and then <laughs> – Member of the tribe, I should add. Right. Member of the tribe. Uh, I had a big bag that said Merry Christmas on it. And inside of it, you're going to love this. I had all almond joys and uh, okay. some other things to hand out the rest of the night. I had a potato, some tuna. <sighs> a uh, potato? I had one some potato, tuna. some one potato, a bag of tuna, uh, some other things I was handing out to people that were good or good or bad to me. And I met a guy dressed up as Elf. Like the the movie Elf from Will Ferrell.
1: You mean and Buddy the I, Elf.
0: Yeah, whatever it is. He, he has um, a damn name. Sorry. Uh, the movie His name Elf. is Robert Paulson. And he saw me and I said, hey, Elf. We took a picture together and I said, do you want an almond joy? And he looked at me and goes, Santa, no one likes almond joys.
1: Ah, see, <laughs> I always know I like Buddy the Elf.
0: Yeah. Um, but so- I will say something else there. The bartender also liked Santa and I fell asleep. Well, I blacked out on us when we left the bar. Royal Palms in Brooklyn. Uh, And I woke up on a subway at 6.30 a.m., and I have no idea how I got there. And I wasn't robbed, so Santa's staying up.
1: So oh, there you go. How about that? Yeah, I'm alive. Just happy you're alive. I, I think it's crazy that I got um, messages from people legitimately concerned because I hadn't talked to them all day. Oh. And you woke up from a blackout 6.30 <laughs> on a subway, and everyone was like, oh, no, no. Yeah, no. Well, where's that, Craig, that's you, though? Ryan. Where's Greg? Where's Greg? <laughs> uh,
0: I don't normally black out, but when I do is dress as Santa on the on the Q train. On the Q subway. Yeah, yeah.
1: let's see. I'm trying to think. Last time
0: By the last way,
1: time last time I blacked out. Uh, this
0: podcast has gone off the rails in case you're wondering. We're officially was off. it?
1: I think it it had to be my buddy Brian May's Bachelor Party.
0: Oh, in Vegas, and, yes.
1: And no, 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 no. The Bachelor Party wasn't in Vegas. The bachelor Party was in Manhattan. Oh, okay. That was okay. the night that was the night for a second I thought I threw up on Michael Strahan
0: oh oh yes yes yeah um, i think
1: i think that was the uh that that might have been the last so time if you
0: saw santa riding the q train on on friday night that was me uh, say hello the royal palms bar i gotta sh- give a shout out to those guys they gave me they hooked me up hardcore for that that almond joy trade for alcohol and uh they loved almond joys i gave them ornaments also uh, the Roy- official
1: bar of the blue shirts Breakout royal Podcast. palms
0: man you go play shuffleboard pretty fun
1: I do. There are a lot of bars in Savannah where shuffleboard is an option. Those are always fun.
0: It's a great time. Uh, and it was pretty, pretty empty, which is really unreal. Anyway, we're gonna end this podcast. Thanks for listening to all our fucking nonsense this week with my potty mouth going. Uh, we'll be back next week talk more Rangers. Four game week this week. I got six points on the board, but four is what I need. Anything less there is an absolute failure, and I hate this team forever. Greg, anything else before I plug the rest of this?
1: Um. No.
0: no. Okay. No. Follow us on Instagram, Blue Shirts Breakaway. Go to Twitter, Blue Shirts Break. You can follow me and Greg on Instagram, on Twitter, because I'm going to start tweeting. Greg already tweets all the time. All uh, the time. All the time. He's constantly giving his voices and opinions. Uh, you could go to our website, Blue Shirts Breakaway. You could buy a T-shirt. The T-shirt's there, and we're hopefully going to get a real website up soon when I get motivated to do things in my life. That's it. Greg, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Happy Halloween, <laughs> everyone. The day after. Hope you're not dying at work because we probably will be. Or wear a condom.